Coming to you live this morning from the Mushroom Kingdom, WKBAG Studios, Wario K. Rule, Bowser, Andros, and This is Video Games, a comedy show. I am your host, Jeremy Schmidt, and today I have but one member of the Zoo Tycoon crew uh, helping me get through today's uh, the hottest news. The incredible uh, uh, slew of uh, new release uh, conversation, and of course, always talking about games. That is the lovely Michael McCaller. What up, my guy? How are you doing, pal? So excited to be here. Yeah! She thinks she missed the train to Mars. She's out back counting stars. It doesn't feel like what's what's weird is after last year, all the sound effects felt a year old by the end of the year. I felt hmm. like I had heard them all a million times and I was excited to do new ones. The This year has been different. I feel like I've heard that but like five times this year. <laughs> I'll tell you what it is. There's a much bigger roster now. So you of are people. spacing them out. That might be what the case is. We should shrink that roster down. Yeah. Some of those people, the, losers. Don't what are they? Be, what yeah. are they doing? You <laughs> should have some sort of a, nothing. <laughs> this is not a show I've watched. You should do some kind of a Squid Game. <laughs> oh, Squid Game, a comedy show. <laughs> nah, it's okay. Well, I do. Uh, one of the fantasy football podcasts I listen to uh, does talk about how every year in the fantasy football um, process, whoever comes in first gets to pick one person from the league who doesn't get to participate the next league. Oh, wow. So if there is some kind of competition for video games, a comedy show, we all, you know, put down our game of the years in a sealed envelope and give them to you. Whoever yeah. comes in first gets to choose. <laughs> who, who's not allowed to participate in Banned for a year. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I hope it. I hope it's not me, because I got all the. I got all. I got all the stuff and the sound effects. Yeah. I mean, it would just. Be, it would be a nightmare if it was me. It would really um, be hard. Um. Well, it's. I, buddy. I'm glad to have you. I'm glad to have you in the house. Uh, I've been doing. You know, d- next week. Um. Of which I haven't even talked to you about this. I should have asked you off air. But uh, we're next week. I, I we're doing our. GameCube Space Solace. <gasps> so I would love to have you back for that. I'm going to make time for that great, for great. sure. So, yeah, I'd love to have you back. But, you know, that's going to be a big episode with lots <laughs> of people. And so I was, I've was i been doing these date episodes, which, I, which I'm which i really enjoying doing. Just me and another person just going. I love it. Riffing it up. Chatting, I, chatting it down. That's nice. It's intimate. We should it uh, is intimate. Light, light a little fire, pour a little bourbon. I've got a little gin and G and T going. What time oh. is it? Six p.m. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> Five fifty nine is when you start a pouring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's keep yeah. it safe. Well, um, great, uh, McCaller. We are going to be discussing all the games we've been playing and um, our uh, our early predictions for game of the year, along with our our own personal choices for game of the year. All that in the main event. So, what I would like to ask you now is. Do you have any media that you have been consuming other than video games that you'd like to hmm. recommend to our listeners? This is not going to be a wild recommendation. I am loving Succession. Mm-hmm. Having a great time seeing all of these uh, shitty business people have shitty business conversations. Yeah. It's, um, I hate to say this, it's the best show on HBO currently running. Oh, yeah. And I think Wh- even if it had run at the same time as Game of Thrones... I would have preferred it, especially towards the end of Game of Thrones. 
I will say I was just having a conversation with somebody about Game of Thrones, and I think we're ready for a Game of Thrones rewatch because the first two seasons or I'm sorry, the last two seasons so bad, it kind of just erased it from the culture. Like Game of Thrones is just gone and nobody talks about it. And those first few seasons were really, really good. So I do think there's a a first season rewatch in my future. I think I think the, the show is great through Ramsey Bolton. And then it's yeah. and then it's and then after that I I just am like have a hard time connecting but <laughs> um, I get that I get that <laughs> yeah I uh, uh, I love that yeah I'm also watching Succession so I can I can echo your thoughts on Succession I just think it's um it's it's weird because like how would you genreify Succession that's the thing I've been thinking about like mm. it's it's a comedy yes right it's a sitcom which is well, it's like which is weird because it doesn't feel that way all the time yeah it's it's very much like a drama that has such high stakes you yeah. can't remove them from it like what other sitcom has ever been anything more than like a lovable faux family that has gotten together and cares right. about each other no matter what like it's all sitcoms and all of a sudden this is and I, I think it's why the Game of Thrones comparisons are really more accurate for Succession than anything else. Yeah. There is this fundamental question at the center of both of them. Who is going to get the Iron Throne? Who is going to get control of the Waystar Royco company? Right. That I think is really smart for shows to do because you get to, like, it's almost like a, a baby's first fan theories. Like, yeah. you are, anybody who is watching that can say, like, I think it should be Shiv. I think it should be Jon Snow. And in the way that, like, Lost was kind of ephemeral. Like, nobody had theories for Lost. They were yeah. just like, I think it's heaven or I think it's an experiment. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? Well, that's interesting, though. You bring up Lost or I was thinking, actually, uh, I want to call it Left Behind, but that's wrong. The, <laughs> the do-overs? What's it called? The Leftovers. The Leftovers. The leftovers. <laughs> uh, uh, those, those shows, I carry with them such great mystery. So you could, I could see you having a conversation about what do you think is going on. Mm-hmm. But it definitely doesn't have that, like, I almost feel like Succession and Game of Thrones tickle similar itches to maybe something like The Bachelor. Is that crazy? Mm, it's that like week, close. week to week, you're kind of voting on maybe someone will have to go. Maybe someone won't mm-hmm. make it back. You know, that kind of vibe where it, it's almost competitive. It's like competitive comedy or something. Well, it, it is that, like, it has the, you know what the ending is going to be. You just don't know how those blanks are going to be filled in. Mm-hmm. Who's going to be the 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 one who wins the Bachelorette's heart? Who's going to be the one who ends up on the throne? Right. Like, it almost becomes, like, fan theory Mad Libs. You can yeah. just plug in, what if Jon Snow dies and Daenerys wins the throne? And then you can right. kind of see how that works. Yeah. Um, mm. Well, I loved Succession also the first time when it was called Righteous Gemstones. I don't know if you've ever seen Got that it. show. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, but, that's a good show. Um, but that show's coming back apparently January 9th. I just saw the trailer what? for it. Yeah. It's, cool. I, I thought that season was very complete by yeah. the end of it, but I guess they're coming back and it looks fantastic. They got Eric Great. Andre joining the cast and a couple other uh, big time cool comedians. I'm excited to... Uh, I'm ex- I'm, I, I mean, I love the Danny McBride, David Gordon Green stuff that they do on HBO, but that show was my favorite. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Um, Good. The yeah. biggest, weirdest boys telling the biggest, weirdest story. That's really love all it. we can ask for. Love it. Um, also, uh, uh, I've also been watching Curb alongside of Succession. Mm. Um, have you I watched been... the first episode of Curb. What'd you think? I think I'm ready to move on from Curb. That's what people were saying. I... I'm still in the, yes, this isn't the greatest 
opening episode to a curb season, but a bad curb episode is still a mm-hmm. better other shows episode. But then a lot of people feel the way you do. So I'm, yeah, what is it? Just great. I was, I was watching it and I was, yeah, I was annoyed by the main character in a way that I wasn't having fun with anymore. Uh, it does feel like, I don't know. You know how they say that like bad times politically inspire great art. You know, Bob Dylan wouldn't have been what he was without Vietnam. Like, yeah. Curb Your Enthusiasm is such a peacetime show. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can sit back and enjoy it when I have no other worries in my life. Right. But all of a sudden, Donald Trump wins the presidency. And it's like, I can't worry about whether dinner counts as just an entree and an ice cream sundae for dessert. Like, I can't worry about this anymore. Yeah. There's real things happening now. Yeah. For for sure, yeah. Seinfeld really works in the '90s, like Bill Clinton's on saxophone <laughs> model. It doesn't work when suddenly we have to. Yeah, Seinfeld's a very pre nine eleven show. I think. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Nothing to worry about. Yeah, that's funny. That's that's interesting. Yeah, I uh, again, I think I just well another thing that's interesting because you watched the first episode, so you know Albert Brooks mm-hmm. is in it, which is kind of a crazy get because Albert Brooks does, just doesn't do anything anymore. He doesn't yeah. he doesn't really appear in stuff. And if you're an old school comedy fan, Albert Brooks being in something that means something. So the fact that Larry mm-hmm. David can still get people like Mel Brooks or Albert Brooks or you know um, these actors that are that are kind of like old time comedians is still an amazing kind of magical thing. Right. Or like Michael J. Fox up. in that epi- in that in that season was amazing, but I'm like I, but I still though, you know, I I'll be the I'll admit it too. When I watched that episode I was just like this is okay. This isn't like this isn't like I'm not ha-haing the whole mm-hmm. time, you know. The I formula I, maybe. Yeah. I was just talking to somebody about how the day that the 7th Harry Potter book was coming out, like the day of that midnight release party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was so excited for that book, and I just went and saw um, the Johnny Depp Willy Wonka movie. Okay. And that movie did not penetrate my brain whatsoever. I just couldn't remember anything because I was so excited for this thing that was coming after it. Right. And so Curb Your Enthusiasm is kind of hitting that space where, like, I might enjoy it if I wasn't so eager for succession right after it. Yeah. And also, I can't imagine watching succession and then watching Curb. Like, that feels like... A, a big letdown. That's the order, afterwards. by the way. Is it? Yeah, I mean that's the that's the until I change it. That's the Schmidt House order, <laughs> and it's not. It's it isn't good, a good order. It should go yeah. curb and then the the delicious dessert, which is. It was kind of like I think Game of Thrones was airing the same time as Silicon Valley, and I I remember like we would watch Game of Thrones and then Silicon Valley come out after, and you're just like. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care about this. <laughs> it is funny how little HBO cares about like programming. Like NBC used to do 30 Rock and then Community. Like build up like all of its comedies together. And HBO is just like the funniest show, the murderiest show. Mm. Just smack them together and like enjoy your Sundays. Like what are oh. they supposed to do with all this? They've always done that though. They've always done the hour long and then a comedy that's mm. happened. So it's always like insecure and the fucking uh horse murder show yeah lucky luck (laughs) Luck. yeah well i was actually gonna reference what's the lin-manuel show that was on there it was like the fantasy show oh it was like god i don't remember her her maiden secrets or something weird like that (laughs) it was part of a bigger franchise it was the golden compass franchise oh his dark materials his dark material i was close with her ladies yeah secrets (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> His yeah, dark materials. All right. Well, what do you say we get into a little news? Uh, some uh, new releases came out um, since last we spoke. Uh, mm-hmm. Of course, unpacking for Switch. I'm hearing a lot of people talking about unpacking. Is it sweet? I don't know. Give me a rundown. I've never heard of this. I've never heard of such a thing. Um, I've just, it's one of those games that just like has popped up on my Twitter timeline enough that I'm like, oh, this might be something to look at. It sounds like it might be like an adorable moving little game. Moving literally. You don't mean moving emotionally, right? <laughs> I think I mean both. Okay. It sounds like both. All right. Yeah, like maybe like a long hike or whatever. The, the right. Game. Exactly. Yeah, this kind of short little game that tells a, a, a small little story that can kind of get you wrapped up in it and then move on very quickly before it overstays its twee welcome. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I can always Gotta give do it a shot. I could always do a small indie and um, a little spoiler for later in the main event. I think indies this year have been... Sort of the highlights. Ooh, maybe, Ooh. maybe. Uh, uh, anyways, World War Z came out to Switch. Oh, good. <laughs> Bloodshore uh, came out to all consoles, mm. including iOS and Android. Mm. Just Dance twenty two. That's a big one, right? That's a people big, love people the Just love Dance. Love the Just Dances. Should I get into it? Will that like help me sweat off some pounds? I wouldn't dream of it. So, <laughs> no, you have a firm stance against Just Dance. I here's my thing. I don't think I like Ubisoft. I think mm. I'm just done. No Ubisoft. Period. Huh? What game got you there? There, I I just realized that I don't play Ubisoft games. I I'm like Far Cry. No thanks. Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed. No thanks. Um, any of their sports or racing games. No. Uh, what's it? The division? That's that's Ubisoft, yeah. right? Ne- I, that closest to maybe that, but still didn't play it. Hmm. Rayman Origins. I like that. That's a get fun. it back. It's been years since we got a one of those cartoon Rayman games. I like the Rayman game, so that might be my one Ubisoft mm-hmm. thing. Um, and if Splinter Cell ever comes back, oh, yeah. I think I've got well, enough. Old Ubisoft was heart. cool too. Like mm-hmm. I I did like Beyond Good and Evil and and like other. Older Ubisoft games, but uh, these these ones that come out these days, Immortals: Phoenix Rising, I'm gonna throw up. I am gonna one day like I I see that game on sale all the time, and the second it hits nine ninety nine, <laughs> baby, I am buying it. Man, yeah, that's a that's definitely a PS Plus um, mm-hmm. yeah game. I will say I did just have that exact same realization. I don't think I like Ubisoft games when I bought Far Cry Five for like four dollars. And was playing it, and I was just like, this feels so empty. It just feels like there's nothing joyful here. Yuck. Yuck. Hard times. I'm not into it. I don't know what mm. it is. I, I Aesthetically, they feel like the chilies of video game developers, where even mm. though I'm getting, like, even though I've, like, ordered fajitas and a burger, they somehow taste the same. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah, they should be different. They should taste a lot different, but they mm-hmm. everything just tastes the same. Um. The Binding of Isaac Repentance hits, uh, I believe, all consoles, uh, but definitely Xbox Series X and X and S was the last one to hit on November 4th. Now, is that is that more expansion-y or is that more sequel-y? I think that is all of the Binding of Isaac stuff loaded into one. Because I looked online, it was like 60 bucks, And I was like, oh, that is a 
flash animation looking game. I've played that game. I actually like the Binding of Isaac. I'll, I'll, but I, I was a, it was a PS Plus game, so I just own it on PS4. Mm. I don't know. I have why. a good friend who has put hundreds of thousands of yeah. hours into Binding of Isaac. Mm-hmm. It, it looks so gross to me. Did you watch that show on like Adult Swim? It was called like the Oblongs. Oh maybe? yeah, or like Squid Billies is similar. Yeah, now. yeah. It looks gross and is kind of about being gross and reveling in grossness. It's all about poo. It's all it's all poo stuff. Yeah, it's gross. Poo and blood. I'm not clean it up. Um, I I don't mind. I don't mind it, and I remember having fun. But it's a roguelike top-down Zelda dungeon crawler, and I'm and I'm just like, I don't I I don't know. I never want to play that. So I, <laughs> uh, so yeah. But I would get this if it was free. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Animal Crossing New Horizons Happy Home Paradise DLC launched. Um, now you were an Animal Crossing guy, right? Boy, was I. Yeah. Okay. Are you doing this? Absolutely not. Okay. Um, uh, two months of hardcore Animal Crossing. Yeah. And then I was like, I have gotten my fill of this. Yes. I was more. very grateful for it back in yeah. March of 2020. This is um, uh, a long time later to do <laughs> DLC. This is over a year later, right? Yeah. And my understanding of it is, is that it's both a 2.0 update for everybody that's free and a paid DLC, like separate. So there is new stuff for you, even if you're not buying the DLC, mm. but I don't know. I just like, I have one time booted Animal Crossing back up since my time with it. Uh-huh. And it was so upsetting. There were cockroaches uh-huh. in my home. All my <laughs> friends were disappointed in me. I just like, I it felt <laughs> so bad and as I do in all relationships, instead of confronting those bad feelings, I just pretended it was gone and left forever. Bye-bye. <laughs> well, I understand this to be free if you have that expansion to the... So I technically have this because I did Ooh, that expansion. Right. Oh, did you I? did. Oh, for did I. For those sweet, hot N64 You games. better believe it, baby. It wasn't for those Sega games. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I did it for the N64. You're not jamming out on Echo the Dolphin? No, I could, but I don't. I have uh, maybe one million ways to play those Sega games. Right. I have almost zero ways to play N64 games <laughs> because I do not count pulling out an N64 and hooking it up. That does not count. <laughs> that is not easy. That was very much my like cost-benefit analysis for that expansion pack. It was like, I'm not going to play Animal Crossing. Sega Genesis can blow me, uh, but... Nintendo 64 games I love. What am I going to play in that? And it was Ocarina of Time for $30. And I was like, not yet. Yeah. Not yet. Yeah. You put Majora's Mask and Paper Mario on there, we're talking. Yeah. You, uh, everyone should go back and listen to the last episode of this show where me and Tyler Schnupp discussed at great length the N64 uh, ports <laughs> on the Switch. Um, as I determined in that episode, it is for freaks and freaks only. That is the only people <laughs> allowed to play those. It is not for people who... Uh, it's not for people who just want to play in 64 games. That's not who that's for. It's for people who know those games so well, they can drive themselves uh, loony with all the differences and changes and draw mm. distance problems. And it is, um, it is like a scavenger hunt for things that are fucked up. <laughs> it is so fun. Um, I personally, it's for me. It's, it's for people like me who are like, yeah, I got the 20 bucks to spend, and I'm a freak, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> um, Ocarina of Time is psychotic on the N- really? on N64. It is psychotic, yeah. It, it is it is 
as as crystal clear of character models as you can ever imagine in an Ocarina of Time game. I mean, uh-huh. HD looking 1080p upscaled, beautiful, hard lines on the characters, and then just in a abysmal, like it's coming through a CRT television backgrounds. It is so... It's a psychotic experience that it's I. It's like it's filmed with like an SLR. Like yes. the, the depth of focus is yes. <laughs> way too harsh. It's so harsh. Yeah, I love it. I love it so much. That makes me um, want to play it. Actually, yeah, it's great. It's great. You the, might have just sold me the expansion pass. The, the lag is, uh, I I don't even know. People are saying it's bad. I'm just like I'm just like this. The stuttering on the screen is so bad. I'm gonna throw up no matter what. So I don't know oh, what is it. Uh, I will say, and it's, it's crazy too because Mario sixty four is out in that All-Stars pack. Plays great. Yeah. Mario 64 on that thing? Plays like junk. (laughs) It's It's so wild. I don't understand. It's so awesome. Uh, That's enough talking. I cannot talk about that anymore. (laughs) I'll spend the rest of the episode talking about it. Okay. Uh, Call of Duty Vanguard Mm. came out. That's that's a, a thing Nick Costanza might like. Oh, yeah. He loves it. He loves that kind of stuff. Dude gets off on militaries. He loves the militaries. Ugh, disgusting. Um, what else came out? Something is that it? I feel like something else big came out this Mario Party? Mario Party was the one I was thinking of. Yes. No, I, I had that same feeling. I was like, there's something happening. People are loving Mario Party. Yeah. It sounds like it's the good version of Mario Party. This was gonna be the one I was gonna buy. Have you bought this? No. Okay. I I as time goes on, I'm not and I haven't bought it yet. I'm. It looks like I'm not buying it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, especially since I have a couple of games coming out soon. I want to get like I think I'm gonna get that Pokemon game and I'm gonna get mm. I'm gonna get the Shin Megami Tensei Five game. Sure. But, you know you've got plenty coming. I kind of feel like I learned my lesson from Mario Golf, which mm. I bought digitally for sixty dollars on the day it came out after watching a Twitch stream and played it half a time. That's never getting turned on again. Like I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I could I could feel someday having like a party and buying it used at GameStop for that party. This is a Mario party, of course. Right. Buying it for that evening and then returning it the next day with their incredible used game return policy. I love it. Yeah, that's that's the, they honestly. When is online gonna have a rental mm. policy like uh, Amazon Prime? You can just mm-hmm. rent a movie. Yeah, three ninety nine. I would love to rent Mario Party, dude. Renting Mario Party, that's the way to go. I rented it as a child, like Mario Party two yeah. on N sixty four from Blockbuster. I, who bought that game? Connor McCabe. Was- yes, <laughs> he did. I think he has. last week he has Mario that's Party right. two on sixty four. But um, uh, yeah, no, I'm just not the biggest Mario Party guy. But I also that just wasn't my me and my friends jam. Like mm-hmm. we we were Goldeneye and smash and mario kart and mario party was just like we didn't do it i don't know i don't know we just missed us yeah i do feel like it was a during sleepovers you would play through one round of it even Mm. the friends who owned it we would play through one round of it and then move back to the golden eyes of the world right yeah 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 Mm. poor mario kart and by kart i mean party did you uh watch that elden ring gameplay trailer no, no, I glanced through it. Okay. I, I, I take that back. I saw, again, a number of people on Twitter talking about it and saw, like, the screenshots of the video. Okay. Yeah. Uh, How did it look? You're a big Souls guy. I know you get excited for Souls games. Is it, like, 
the piece de resonance of souls. Yes, I, and I think I know what that means. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's well, I I mean, I thought it looked, gosh darn, gorgeous. Okay, I looked her up and down. I didn't. It was twenty minutes long. I did not watch the whole twenty minutes. I'll be honest. That's and, a lot. And I kind of was also from a perspective of like spoilers. Hello, mm. I don't want to know what every part of this world looks like. Um, I but I did think it looked really really good, and I am very excited for a big next gen souls game right um was sekiro the last one yeah that really hit mm. there've been i know there've been like remakes and remasters and stuff but yeah sekiro was the last one sekiro Thanks. uh demons souls came out that's PS5. what i mean like i re- i remember that coming out but that was like a remake of the remake that of, old yeah. ps3 one this yeah. is the first like brand new one in a good long while i'm excited for you i'm oh, excited yeah. that you that you get that in your life no somewhere. you're no chance you'll turn it on again i mean this is exactly what i did with sekiro i bought it used at gamestop Perfect. Turn it back immediately. <laughs> and turn it back because i was yeah. like if i really fall in love with it i would be happy to keep it but if in seven days it doesn't grab me yeah it's probably good to go yeah, that's I mean, that's a good test. I um yeah, I just I just get really into immersed in those um in those games. I just get so into I you know, I feel like you know, I've never been like a high fantasy or high sci-fi fan. But mm-hmm. like I this is like the exception where I get You like in. your stories grounded. You I like get- <laughs> real people <laughs> no, in I- the real world. No, solving I, puzzles. I, I like uh, like fake, like not, like not high sci-fi, but like low sci-fi or like low mm. fantasy. I like like you know Star Wars, which is like isn't that really just a western? <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, I uh, well, yeah. You tell me if this path makes sense to me because I just finished Metroid Dread for the Ooh, second time. On oh, hard mode. second time on hard mode. On hard mode, you're a freak. I love. Uh, it. I love that game so much. Mm-hmm. But um, I've heard a lot of the bosses kind of described as Dark Souls bosses, just in the sense that, like, you have to learn their patterns, and then, like, you'll die and die and die, and then once you know what you're doing, you can beat them. And that was very satisfying in that Metroid context. Do you think this is maybe um, that Metroid Dread is kind of the training wheels for me to take on a Dark Souls-like experience such as Elden Ring? Could be, could be. Here's Here's how I'll combat that, though. Anytime someone says, like, this 2D side-scrolling game is kind of like a Dark Souls game. Mm. My only thing is that, sure, I get what you're saying because it's all about pattern recognition, but ultimately you jump into a game like a Bloodborne or a Sekiro, and there are so many more variables than what you're looking mm. at in a Metroid Dread. Like in a Metroid Dread boss, like especially like the final boss in that game, for example, on normal, um, there's like... 18 different patterns you have to remember <laughs> in that. There's like a lot of patterns. And then there's a lot of button combinations and moves that you have. So it could get really complicated. That's the closest, I would say, hmm. it is to like fighting like your average Souls boss, where it's like you have all these options and they have all these tells and moves. Um, and yeah, it does come down to patterns, but there are more variables. More, okay. s- more yeah. space, you know. It could be ultimately, you know, it it's... It's frustrating. It can get frustrating. Demon Souls, like, there's times in that game where I was hitting my head against a wall, just like so. But the satisfaction is unreal when you get past mm. a chunk. You know, that's what I, I think. It. I I think they're for everyone. I I think people should lean into lean into the the <laughs> the difficulty of them because they're they're wild. It's wild. Mm. You can play Mario anytime. 
That's true. It's always there. You can always, you always know you, where the stars are. You can just turn off that game and <laughs> put on Mario anytime. Um, yeah. Not every meal has to be cake. Some of it can be. Some meals have to be a really chewy steak. Yeah. Yeah. That you got to learn. You got to figure out where the grain is so you can yeah, even cut it. Exactly. Um, yeah, I'm excited about it. I will say, though, um, can wait for it to come out. I'm not like, <laughs> oh, yeah? and I'm like, I can't wait. Cause I mm. just a lot of stuff to play. And I feel like that's going to be a big, a big kahuna. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's going to be your day. Your um, day. we didn't really talk about Marvel's guardians of the galaxy that much. No, I'm Pete. bummed. Uh, we, we, it came up in the group chat a little bit with the rest of the video games, the comedy show boys, and yeah. everybody's pretty down on it. I am like really excited for that game. And yeah. If there was really nothing else I was playing right now, I would probably get it. I'm like kind of excited for it. Yeah, I uh, I didn't think that tra- I didn't think the trailer looked particularly good. And then it was it only took one person on a podcast describing it as a 2008 game, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, that did it. That yeah. those were the magic words that made me never want to look at this thing. But that being said, people in our chat seemed to th- were like people are loving it they that's what they were saying mm. so i was like great i didn't I, I had no idea i had no I, idea. I i only focused on the negative responses yeah july uh, I think, said he heard it was great connor said he heard it was great mm. um i think yeah uh stevens mikey stevens said he was like he brought it up he was like has anybody played this and we were like no and he was like yeah i'm not interested and then i think you were just like not having it either so I don't know. I, I I said this in the chat also. I want to buy that game on sale yes. yeah. for nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, that I think is going to be very fun to play on sale. Did you play Avengers? No, and I'm shocked I haven't because that's free like all over the place. I know. It, yeah, <laughs> and I and like I always said that about that game. Where like once it's free, I'll play it. And mm-hmm. it's been free for a long time. Never turned and we're it not on. Play it. No. I'm not going to play that game. And. I think we know someone who's in that game, who's the voice of uh, Miss Marvel. Who? What? It's, That's she's, cool. She's in comedy. She just did Reactivators. She's like one of the, like, is the main character of that game, right? Yeah, I think so. Cool. Yeah. All right. Still not going to turn it on, but that's great that we... We owe it to her, this uh, ephemeral person we almost yes. know yes. to <laughs> play her game. Right. Um, any interest in these GTA, uh, trilogy games? I think those did come out as well. The GTA trilogy. Yeah. I'm excited for those. Okay. Are you missed growing up? Uh, all of them? Really? Yes. I think I bought all of them and played none of them. Wow. Which I do with every single Grand Theft Auto. I don't like them, but, and I keep buying them and keep finding out that I don't like them. But since then I, got um red dead redemption 2 and loved it so 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 much that now like maybe i kind of have i was talking about this like you need to understand the vocabulary of a game to really appreciate yeah. it. like dark souls is not going to be god of war you're not going to get through this fight quickly by jamming triangle like you have to th- understand how that game functions to play it correctly yeah and I almost feel like I had to kind of do that through Red Dead Redemption 2 to even understand how those Rockstar games work. Yeah. So hopefully this will finally be the the Grand Theft Auto that clicks. Probably not. I can tell you what's <laughs> going to happen is I'm going to purchase those games. They are going to sit on my Nintendo Switch forever and never get a moment of touch. Interesting. So you're going to do a Switch? Yes, I think so. Okay. 
that's 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 cool because it feels like that would be like a good game to just like pick up and play on like the bus for a second or at the gym i've been doing a lot of treadmill gaming recently yeah. not a lot that's uh cool. very little actually it's what very game? hard what's the best treadmill game the answer is final fantasy 7 original mm-hmm. <laughs> i like that you can play that game without like uh, really needing like great hand-eye coordination because you're kind of bouncy. You're kind of all over the place. The one I thought was going to be great that turned out to be a true nightmare was uh, Super Metroid. Oh, no. I thought I was going to be able to uh, find power bomb expansions and then all of a sudden a half hour and two miles have gone by. No, sir. No. You try to go up one of those hor- or, uh, vertical rooms on those tiny little, even though like very first section, there's yeah, like tiny little dude. platforms. Yes. And I was, I threw up all over that treadmill. <laughs> I was like ready to <laughs> lose my lunch. Such a motion sickness <laughs> trap that game turned into. That's great. That's great. Mm. Oh, love that. Um, yeah. So, uh, Let's see what else. What else? What else? What else we got? Uh, that I think I'm gonna do that GTA collection. I think I've decided. Mm. There's not a lot coming out at the end of the year. Um, I own all those games already on PS4. That's a mm. huge bummer. But they do look. <laughs> I've seen the side by sides. They do look much better. Um, yeah, I love their new art style. Yeah, me too. Uh, I I have a lot of. I have a very soft spot for a specific, you know specifically Vice City. I think that's mm. a great game and. Um, I think San Andreas is probably the best one. Um, I, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to do it. What's this one you going to do? PS5, I think. Ooh. Yeah, PS5. PS5. Mm, yeah. Is that PlayStation nostalgia, or are you I trying to decide between so. it and Switch? But you know what's crazy is, like, it is PlayStation nostalgia, but I did play those games on my Xbox. Oh. originally because oh that I felt I always felt like at the time my Xbox didn't have a lot of games <laughs> I know this feeling for it and and I I was led to believe that they ran best on Xbox now I don't know if that's actually true but I do feel like that makes a kind of sense because the Xbox probably was a beefier technically more powerful yeah. uh you tell me if this if you were doing what I did because I had the same thing any multi-platform game I would get on Xbox I think that Toy Story might have empathy poisoned us. Oh, yeah. Yep. I was like, I don't want my poor little Xbox to think I don't love it. Exactly. So, of course, I'm going to buy as many games for it as I can. Any kind of third party, like, it was on everything. I just bought it on Xbox uh, for sure. Up. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, uh, but you know what? I but I, I remember that by that time they had the collection. And so I bought mm. it in a, in a big box set. And it was it, it felt cool and... Yeah, so maybe I'll do it on Xbox. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. It might end up being PlayStation. I feel like my PlayStation 5's gotten a lot of use this year, but as time goes on, and you know, we'll talk about this here in a bit, the um, Xbox is looking like I'm, it's going to get a lot of play time for Ooh. the end of 2021 because of the addition of Halo Infinite that's coming out in about a month. And... The addition of Forza Horizon 5, which comes out, uh, it's already out if you bought the game, uh, but if you're a Game Pass person, then it's out on the 9th of November. Is that true? It's not day and date? It, it Well, that's its, 9th is its official release date. 
I think the fifth is its pre-order. Okay. Er, early adopter release. Early date. adopters. Okay. Which you can't great. be too mad. I was mad because I had it preloaded and I was trying to access it at 9 p.m. last night. And yeah. then uh, it was like, no. It does th- sound like a semantics beef more yes. than anything. Yes. Like, that's the release date, guys. Yeah. So, is the day it's out. Is the day that it's out and everyone's <laughs> playing it and enjoying it. But, you know, Tuesday is not too much longer for me to wait for that game. But uh, mm-hmm. that game, I. You know, we should we'll, we should get into the main event because I have I have, I have a lot I I, I want to talk about with you. Um, but any other news stuff before we go though? I don't want to I don't want to cut our news time news time short. No, no, not a lot of fascinating news. What about these Blood Rain revamped games? Blood Rain, huh? <laughs> the original PS PS two is that what Blood Rain was on? Yes, they're revamping them. There's well, a, she is a vampire. I, that's the I think that's the pun. Okay. Okay. Instead of remastered, they're calling them revamped. Uh, I am so self-conscious. I was like, "Well, I think they're making a pun," and you were like, "I know. Well, I know that these are." Puns. I have the benefit of seeing the word here where they capitalize the V and revamped. So Got it. They are. They're not hiding it. That that game feels to me like a dollar store devil may cry. I don't know if that's fair or not. I yeah, of course okay. yeah. Why not? Cool. Blood Rain is like a um, a franchise that's like tie the Tasmanian tiger or something. It's like, yeah, it's like who cares about you? Klonoa who loves, <laughs> yeah. who loves your franchise. Yeah. Who's the big, yeah. Who, <laughs> who's the biggest croc fan? Huh? Like, who's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's Kendall Roy, right? Like yes. Tom at least has Greg the egg who loves him. Oh yeah. Nobody loves Kendall Roy. Dude. They're just using him for their own ends. Love. I love the existence of Kendall Roy. Obviously, you know who's your favorite succession <laughs> character? I, was, I meant to ask you. I mean, I think it is Kendall Roy. It is. I. He, it is. He's well, your most I mean, fun to watch. I, Shiv is my favorite, but I think uh, I took the like BuzzFeed quiz, which succession character are you, and got Kendall Roy, and I was like, yeah, this is right. Yeah, mine. I can't decide if it's Tom or Greg. Those they it, it switches. I love yeah. a dumb guy who's pretending not to be dumb. Like that is. <laughs> That's my favorite bit in all of comedy. And Greg just, especially these last few episodes. Just, oh, he's killing it. Dude, just Very pretending dumb. he knows <laughs> what they're talking about. And Tom, I would argue, is a dumb guy pretending to be mean. Yes. Where he's not, it's like he's, oh man, I love Tom is so great. Tom is so great. They're really great. And they're also such complicated characters in fiction. Like, I cannot place Tom and Greg in other mm. other fiction. I mean, they're yeah. kind of doing the the like grave digger guys from who who is like the the people always commenting on everything. The, uh, the, the chorus, the chorus, the Greek chorus. The Greek chorus. Yeah, that's funny. I thought Shakespeare too. There's something yeah. about like Shakespeare characters that can be so Machiavellian and involved in like the mechanisms of the plot and then also make such giant blunders that you're just like, oh man, that's yeah. too that's too bad. Yeah, yeah. They it's feel too bad you thought that. Yeah, exactly. Like they're not impervious to it, but they almost feel outside of the Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, good great. characters. I mean, that show is King Lear. Am I the first to say it? Maybe. No, it is. It, I don't. I can't be. Come on. I can't be the first. It, it is definitely Call King. the AV Club. I will. Tweet, and... I'll tweet it and then see if see. anyone says that I'm. I'm copying somebody. Else. Yeah. 
That's my take, sir. Uh, well, that's the news. Um, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about video games that we like, video games we don't like, and the in-between. Stay soon. <laughs> Welcome back to Video Games and Comedy Show. I'm your host, Jeremy Schmidt. I am here with Michael Holler. What's up, buddy? Nothing. I'm feeling good. Feeling strong. I want to hear about what you've been playing. I gotta hear about what you've been playing. And then um, I'll share a little bit. We'll get into some of our predictions for Game of the Year overall. And Mm -hmm. then some of our our own personal Game of the Years. But let's hear it. So you've been playing a lot of Metroid Dread. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I started my third playthrough just yeah. recently. Um, damn, right on the verge of learning the speed runs for this game. I don't yeah. think I'm going to do it in any sort of seriousness. But I bet they're insane. They're <laughs> I, very I not, fun to watch. I have not looked at them yet, but I bet they're insane. There's a lot of, um, there's like intended skips in that game. Like you can get the grapple beam very early, like in a way that is like kind of intended. Like, like they designed it to where it's okay. Right. It's okay. If you know what you're doing, you can just go grab that quick. But there is also skips like, you know how in Metroid Dread, there are like these little blobs in the wall that you can shoot and they'll explode and open new paths. There are ways to like shoot through the walls earlier than you're supposed to be able to. And that's like, that to me is the line between like, if I start learning how to shoot pustules early in the wall, then I just like, I guess I'm just going to speed run this thing. Yeah. Wow. My, one of my favorite things about that game that I learned was because when I finished that game, I did it in like seven and a half hours, like something like Mm -hmm. crazy. You know what I mean? Like I got like two achievements on accident. Like I didn't even Uh. mean to, because you can you can without even being that intentional about mainlining it, you can kind of just mainline it. Like I I was stopping to get secrets when I saw them, but I didn't do any challenges in the game. I didn't even know there were challenges in the game. Mm. Like these w- weird like uh where you're like s- like actually like uh s- using your spark mechanic yeah. and and your like dash mechanic to get like like do these like weird like challenge runs to get like <laughs> I didn't know about any of this stuff right so yeah my, my favorite thing was learning about how many kind of hidden mechanics were in that mm. game because that's a that's rare yeah that's like some I mean what what is a game another game you can think of that has hidden mechanics I mean honestly the first one that comes to my mind is Super Metroid it does what, what what's a hidden mechanic? well they do like they don't necessarily tell you about the shine spark but you like fine you find a bunch of little animals that like show you how to do it yeah well that's and you like, can just like ignore them and you don't ever really need it to beat the game so just like oh because you can God do wall you. you can wall jump that's how you yeah. get past it okay um yeah and the shine spark is just where you run you stop and then you can shoot in a direction yes yeah yeah i mean they, like I, I saw people using it in combat and i was just like what i had no idea yeah yeah. You can just like use your in Metroid Dread, use your Shine Spark to just blast through a boss's brain and instantly kill him. It's very cool. What boss can you do that with? 
a couple of them. Uh, there's, there's one that like, uh, it's like a big parasite that like is living in the ceiling and like slashing at you. Yeah. But there's a point where he like shoots a fan at you and like the wind is like pushing you in one direction and you can accidentally turn on your shine spark just because you can dash quicker. Yeah. And then if you time it just right and press down right before that ends, you jump up and blast him and it's just like, it's like a bullet through his head. (laughs) It just like one shots him and he's dead. I love cool. that. I love that. More yeah. more games need to take a, that cue to like hide stuff like that in your game. That is yeah. beautiful. I love that. We're like like 95% of people are going to fight that boss the same way. Mm-hmm. But a small percent of people are going to discover that and freak out. Right. There's like it, it's almost like interacting mechanics. I mean, I feel like Breath of the Wild was really good about yep. like how you could time explosions and fire will create enough wind to like blow you up. Like there were like gameplay expressions of that. Yeah. Metroid dread, I feel like is doing move expressions of that. Yeah. Like you can, it, the, the game again, never tells you this, but you can, if you store your shine spark, you can turn into a morph ball and shoot in just a morph ball shape. See, that's man. I like, I love learning about who would have, who would have yeah. thought? Who um, thought? And it feels like, right for the series too mm-hmm. you know what i mean like that feels right. good i love that. explore correctly and metroid will reward you yeah metroid dread is so great um i was again so yeah like i yesterday i, I was super excited to play forza horizon 5 i i mean people who are deep cut fans of this show probably know how much of a fan i am of forza horizon 4 which mm. was like the it's the forza series is like the xbox exclusive racing games there's Forza, and then there's Forza Horizon, and Forza mm-hmm. Horizon is the arcadey racing game, and whereas the other Forza, which is I think is on its seventh or eighth title, it is simulation racing. Obviously, the arcade racer is the one I prefer, and on- honestly, it's the best racing game of all time, in my opinion. Oh, I, I, wow. I I do not think there's a better racing game. And I would include, mm-hmm. like, the Mario Karts and stuff, like other arcade racers. Like, it's so... It's so good! It's so funny and stupid and gorgeous. Like, everyone who plays... I mean, like, fighting games and racing games, I think even you would agree, right? Those are the most beautiful-looking games. Right, yeah. No, I mean, so what is it about racing games that they have just become this technical showcase? Fighting games, I can kind of understand because you've got, like, less to do. It's yes. a 2D plane, and mm-hmm. you can pump it all into the character models. Yes, and then you make them all, like, super real. Like, I remember, like, mm-hmm. Dead or Alive on the PlayStation 2 looking, like, very much different than... Onimusha, you know, something <laughs> right, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think like I think those two I, I I think it's just because I don't I actually have no idea with racing games because it's like the water on the surface of the car. It's just like yeah. you're like you're like this is real. It just looks real. I'll I'll throw a theory out. <laughs> bumped my <laughs> bumped my microphone a lot. Um, I wonder if it's just the fact that they don't have to worry about a lot of organic characters. Yes. I wonder how much time is going into like making sure a person kind of moves and feels like a person. And when you get like, I imagine it's probably easier to render a car hyper realistically than it would be to render a human being. Yeah. I bet. I bet. Yeah. Cause there's no expressions to a car. Mm-hmm. There's damage, I guess, but unless there's uh, in the Pixar's car universe, then right. the car, there's a lot of talking and <laughs> yeah. 
A lot of heists, I think. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. A lot of Larry the Cable Guy and Owen Wilson kind of doing their palling around. Well, I look, anyways, I'm I, I'm so excited um to play that game. Uh there there are two games that I'm more excited about than anything. And it's my favorite racing game coming back with Forza Horizon Five, which I guess mm-hmm. I'll have to wait till Tuesday to play. Um and Halo Infinite. Th- th- those two games alone, I'm like, un- I'm un- I'm like a kid. I feel like waiting for these games. I'm like super excited about them. Um, yeah, I get it. I'm like s- keeping an eye out for Xbox Ones, even though I think I can play it. I- I- I'm sorry. I'm keeping an eye out for Xbox Xs. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I can play it on my Xbox One, right? I think so. I think you can but play like, both. Why-, why would I? Yeah, I mean that's the question. I mean, you can definitely play it for a while, and we could play together until you get an Xbox Series X. If you decide, it might suck. Also, so maybe <laughs> hey, hey you, that's on the table. Yeah, that's always on the table for the Halo <laughs> game. But um, but yeah, but I uh, like that multiplayer. Like that is my first person shooter that like makes sense to me. That feels good and full and whole in a way that like Call of Duties and even just like Overwatches always feel a little like empty like i'm not i'm not uh i uh, can't sink my teeth into it because they're not halo there's just like the yeah. way it feels is right i think that halo definitely cornered the market on first person shooters for a very long time i think destiny did dethrone it and mm. feel like destiny feels much better than like halo 5 for example yeah but that's not to say that halo infinite can't easily dethrone mm-hmm. destiny 2 cuz destiny 2 I think it's going to be a much different game anyway, and it's been out for a while. You know, this is a mm-hmm. this is a new that's last gen anyway. This is going to be a new, a whole new can of worms. I have been futzing around a lot with GameCube games. That's another thing mm. I've been doing, just because I know we're gearing up for that uh, that Space Solace. I've been playing yeah. a lot of just random stuff um, on the GameCube. Uh, let's see, Eternal Darkness. Did you ever play Eternal Darkness? Dabbled. Okay. You would, I mean, love it. I know. I know. I feel like that's one of those big gaping holes in my video game library knowledge. It's very uh, Resident Evil. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also like fourth wall breaky, right? Like. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It like makes you think you've disconnected your GameCube from the TV, which is scary in its own right. Yeah. It's funny to see those things on a, on like a big flat screen. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because they'll try to make they'll try to make you think like bugs are crawling on your screen and you're just like game i know there's no bugs on i this know screen. what's going on here my volume does not look like that when it turns down <laughs> um but yeah that's a great one uh uh wind waker of course Ooh. great uh just incredible um looking game Still. i i played through that for the zelda games club and did you play through it on the wii u yeah. Oh, that's the best version. It's great on Wii U. Yeah. Uh, haven't tried the GameCube one in a while, but like, yo, if I've got a choice, that's gonna be my choice probably. Um, playing a little bit of the. Of course, I loved all of the Sega stuff on GameCube. That's mm-hmm. some a lot of collections there, right? Oh, I mean, Monkey Ball being you know the oh, the sure. big one. Um, F Zero GX, another Sega, Sega Nintendo game so great um yeah what's the weirdest gamecube game you've been playing i feel like it had a lot of weird like uh uh 
Chibi Robos and like yeah, Chibi uh, Robos a great one. That's super weird. Cubivore, that's a weird one. Cubivore, that's probably the most expensive. One of the more expensive uh, Gotcha Force or Cubivore. They're like thousands mm-hmm. of dollars to buy now. Um, uh, weirdest one that I that I really enjoy. I think I can tell you mine. Yeah, I, I don't know if yours. this would count as the weird as a weird one, but Beautiful Joe. Yeah, Beautiful Joe's me. great in a real spot that is good time. i've been playing through that first game um mm. there's another one i've been been turning on it it's so it's it explains nothing it's so weird <laughs> you just it throws you in and you're just like i guess i care <laughs> it's like yeah it's super strange it's it's yeah it's it's really good they're like um, think about it like a movie you know yeah and i was like what do i yeah i don't know how to think about anything like a movie uh, this is a first, like first party Go game, ahead. but I think it is super weird. Um, is Kirby's Air Ride? Mm. Have you played this? No. So what? I'll get into this more when we do the episode. But man, I I think that the uh, GameCube is so interesting in so many ways, but some more unconventional ways that you might not even think of. Like, did you know that on the GameCube, like every Nintendo franchise has a game on there? Hmm. Like every yeah, single one, so. they like like the Wii U. No other no other console can claim that. Like, mm-hmm. it has a Fire Emblem, it has a Metroid, it has a Zelda, it has yeah. a Mario, it has everything. But its Kirby game is a racing game, and it's like, and there's and there's no go button, and it's and it's and it's design it's developed by Sakurai. It's like it's like a Sakurai developed Kirby racing game where you're just going and you use the A button to suck things up and shoot them at other people on the course. <laughs> That's a good idea. It's so it's so crazy. It's just it's just it's a crazy it's a crazy console. I love it so much. Um, my only you... thing my only thing I don't like about the GameCube, my only complaint about it is uh, that it's in that it's in that kind of shitty era of gaming where everything was like brown and gray. So mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of environments end up being brown and gray. Obviously, like Sunshine and Wind Waker, they st- stray away from that. But mm-hmm. most of the games, I would even say like Metroid Prime yeah. kind of falls into that. Like, and it has it looks beautiful, yeah. but the color scheme is sad. It has diverse areas, but you're right. It there's like here's the gray area. You're like, okay, <laughs> I guess I'm spending t- you know, three hours here. You know. You let me know if this is going to be frowned upon in the GameCube Space Solace episode. I mean, I think my favorite game, first of all, my favorite video game of all time is on the GameCube, but it was not released for the GameCube. Like, there is a Resident Evil 2 port on the Nintendo GameCube. Yeah, Um, And similarly, (laughs) the... uh, McCaller, by the way, the, the, the listener can't see it, has knocked down his... Uh, his echo filter or his like uh, pop filter like several times and I can't really tell why because this has never happened before well I just put it back on my desk okay, usually I'm just, yeah. usually I'm raw dog in my mic <laughs> this time uh, I put up a filter uh, the actual the reason I didn't get that N64 expansion pack is because I completely forgot that I owned the GameCube disc yes. that came with Wind Waker that has Ocarina of Time on it yeah it's there it's sitting waiting for me you have that in your possession right now yeah i own it i remember ordering it from like gamestop.com years ago and it came in just an envelope yeah so i just popped it in the mario sunshine case so i just like it's not in like my library i can scan and see yeah so it's just like i opened up mario sunshine and was like oh now i definitely don't have to buy the nintendo switch expansion so what do you wait what is the game is it the master quest 
Ocarina or is it all is it Master is it Ocarina Majora Zelda 1 Zelda 2 that disc? I honestly don't remember. If it, get it <laughs> like out right now. To, get it out right now. Well, it just says it literally on the front of the disc it says The Legend of Zelda Collector's Edition and has a Triforce. Oh, that might so, but you might have the the highly sought after right collection of four games. We'll say this though, the worst way to play the N64 games. Oh, really? Yeah, not great on those uh, GameCube. Longer load times. That's really all it is. Longer mm. load times. So if I'm going to speed run it, I should do it on Nintendo Switch Online. Oh, yeah. Yes. I don't, I don't even, even time know. To load in fog. I know nothing about if that's good for speedrunning. I'm just going to tell you yes. Okay. Great. Anyone who anyone who dares try to play those games. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh yeah, I uh, I don't think it'll be frowned upon to take that or any of the Resident Evil games. I think they're all they're all fair game. Okay, That's the other thing about the fucking GameCube. Every single Resident Evil game up to that point shows up on the GameCube. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. They didn't make a Resident Evil three port for PS two. <laughs> Why didn't they? I don't know. Insane. But insane. they but they, they they did it for GameCube. All of them, mm-hmm. one through four, including Zero and Code Veronica. Well, they were weirdly committed to the GameCube at this point. Yeah. And so they were like, if the GameCube is going to be our console, we have to get them caught up on the entire story in time for Resident Evil 4, which eliminates all of the background story. Mm. <laughs> Resident Evil 4, its own game, yeah. does not need context. And my, uh, my, my Resident Evil 4 take, too, best played on the GameCube. Yeah, I think so. I feel like it was designed for the GameCube a little bit. It really was. It yeah. feels so good on the GameCube. It feels Ugh. so good. That's the thing about the controller too is like, you know, I you know, the GameCube controller we take for granted, I think a lot because it's past, you know, it's passé or whatever. It's uh mm-hmm. you know, you, you we still use it for Smash today. Mm-hmm. Um but man, playing through like Metroid Prime, it's like every button does something cool in yeah. for the for Metroid. It's uh, I love it. What feels better than that GameCube controller Nothing. on Sunshine rotating that stick to yes. make Mario spin jump? Ugh, dude! Ugh, even baby. Wario got his own platformer on that system, and it is much better than people think it is. Um, I gotta try that game. Wario oh, World, it is yeah. disgusting. It's so great. <laughs> Not farty though, just disgusting in that it exists. You're like the audacity, yeah. <laughs> the audacity that this game exists. Um. Well, uh, that's a little bit about what I've been playing. Um, don't want to get too neck deep in the GameCube, but I want to hear uh, some of your thoughts on Game of the Year this year. So, you know, I I play I've played I feel like all of uh, almost all of like the big games that came out this mm-hmm. year. Maybe I've skipped a handful, like Far Cry Six. I skipped, but um, but. Of all of, like, I think the big contenders I've basically played, have do you feel like you've at least touched most of the good stuff, or no? I do feel like I have, yes. Okay. Okay. But I'm, I'm, I'm actually kind of struggling. I can't think of what... You know how every year there's, like, three or four, like, it's gonna be one of these four games? Yeah. What would you say are those big four? So that's what I was kind of... I, I was... Let's put our heads together, because I don't okay. actually don't know. I So all I can think of right now is Deathloop. That Death is the Loop, game sure. I think is... I think is up there. I also think Dread is going to be in the, in the conversation. Yep. Um, other than that, I was I was not 
and but this is for other people not for me this is for this is for like ign and shit i don't mm-hmm. okay right so, so i think it's i think it's those two and then i think there's gonna be some indies in there that was kind of my thinking i don't know what do you think do you think there's- well that's the thing i can't think of any like i know that usually there's like uh i mean i think of hades last year as right. being like this little indie that comes along and just show like blows away all of the other great games like and i don't know i can't think of one like standout Nothing and i did feel what like- hades did but i think there's games like death's door people like i think chicory is a game people like mm. um yeah, but I don't. Yeah, there's no big standout. There, this there year. is. Um, there's no Celeste or Hades of that year. Well, even even amongst like the big AAA stuff, I mean, there's Deathloop. I actually just really quick Googled best games 2021. Yeah, and, what do you what do you find? Um, Hitman Three. I know a lot of people love a lot. That's one I missed. So yeah, I I also didn't play that. Mm-hmm. Um, Ratchet and Clank came out this year, but doesn't Ye- feel game of the year. Either. I don't think that's gonna be on the big the big game informers lists and stuff i think that's that's a jeremy that's on jeremy's list for sure (laughs) i i had a good old time playing ratchet and clank i thought that was a great time what do we think about returnal do we think that's a in the conversation for the big that feels like it's going to get nominated and not win anything Mm mm-hmm um, I bounced off Returnal and realized, like, I love this game and can't play it anymore. Yeah, it's not I'm in just, my like, top five, I'll tell you that. good enough at it. And also, like, if we're talking time loop games, like, Deathloop is the winner there. For sure. I mean, they're different, but, like, I I enjoyed Deathloop immensely more than Returnal. It's not, mm-hmm. it, Returnal definitely top ten, not top five of the year. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, and then the big one for me that I feel like is getting overlooked, and a lot of us said we liked it, was Resident Evil Village. That's okay. So uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe we should go migrate a little bit into our personal lists. Mm-hmm. That's my number one. Me too. That's my game of the year. I think so. And I think if July was on this episode, that would be his game of the year too. It was really good. I can't think of a game that's better than Resident Evil 8. Deathloop is similar to Resident Evil 8, actually. Mm, how so? Well, in in a few ways. One, obviously, first-person shooter where the shooting is not that great. <laughs> um, <laughs> second, crazy cast of characters. Um, mm. Really distinct world and world building um, that doesn't necessarily come directly from story. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, yeah, the objectives are to hunt down specific people. Yep, like- yep. Yeah. Uh, but I will say, and and it may just be nostalgia talking, but I don't even think so because I think Resident Evil Eight's a better looking game in some ways than Deathloop, which is a very mm-hmm. good looking game. I think that's a good looking yeah. game. Have you played Deathloop? I have, but I haven't given it. Like I think it, it came out at the wrong time for me vis a vis Metroid Dread. Yeah. Um, if it had come out a month earlier, I think I would have fallen in love with it, but sure. I kept, like, I almost felt like I need to just like race through it and that made me not like it. So I yeah. think I need to give it another chance. I've got it sitting there. It's on my system. Yeah. And I did like what I played of it, but I think I need to start it over and really get all the way through it. Connor, July, and I have this thing about Deathloop where we feel that it's very easy to bounce off the game until a certain point 
and then mm. it has its hooks in you and it's impossible to stop playing. Like I remember playing that game and like needing to go to bed and being like, mm-hmm. I just, I got to keep going. I feel like I had twinges of that feeling. Like yeah. I might've, I felt those hooks brush against my skin, yeah. if not penetrate. Gotcha. Here's a question Sounds for you. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm into that Hellraiser kind of yeah, uh, yeah, sexual fornication kind of stuff. Um, how are you feeling about Back for Blood? I know you've played a lot more of it. I've played a lot of it. I, I, I had a great time with what I played of it. Um, so thankful that's a Game Pass game. Definitely mm. in my top 10. Okay. Definitely not top five, though. Gotcha. Um, had it, But we'll say, best played with people, and when you're playing with people, hard to beat any game really <laughs> like um but very 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 fun um and i also feel like i got like a little bit of that left for dead that i never got to experience out mm. like it was cool to like oh i got a second chance at left for dead yeah a little you, bit. you know what people are talking about now yeah and like i just feel like oh okay i, I got to experience that um yeah i hear that i i also missed Left for Dead. Yeah. And feel bad that now I have, again, missed Back for Blood. Well, so. you didn't have to because you have an Xbox One and you I could know. have Game Pass. <laughs> it is wild how yeah. uninterested I am in turning on that Xbox One. Yeah. it's. Uh, I know that's how Hearn's playing with us. And Hearn, mm. you know, it's cross-platform and cross-generation. So, you know, I'm on my Series X. Stevens is on his PC and Hearn was on his Xbox One and we all played together. So it's... yeah. It's great. Yeah, it's yeah. really, really great. Um, it's a great game. I, de- I guess de- definitely top 10. I, I really haven't figured out my whole top 10, but uh, I can tell you I think basically top five. Do you think you can get you, – you know your top five of the year? I think so, yeah. Okay. Definitely number one for both of us is Resident Evil 8. And I don't even mm-hmm. think it's – honestly, this is what's crazy is Deathloop, as much as I do think it's similar, it's not even close to me. Yeah. In fact, I would put – I would, I would go. Say... I would go – Resident Evil 8, Dread, Deathloop. We're in the same... Yeah, we've got the same top 10 so far. Yeah. Deathloop, I, like, acknowledge is a great game, and it does not... I do not have affection for it. Yeah. In the same way... Like, I do like it a lot. I think it's fun and well-made and, uh, like, super well-written. Like, I should love it way more, but it's just, like, the fact that it didn't get its hooks in me... Yeah. Uh, when I think I put plenty of time into it. Yeah. Um... What yeah. what is what else did Nintendo Point. come out with this year? <laughs> I don't I, nothing for me. I don't want to like. I th- was Mario 3D World this year. Yeah, that game I hate. But Bowser's Fury, did you like that? Uh, I didn't play much of it. I I like that a lot. That might be in my top ten, but I almost don't want to count it because it's it's an old game. Yeah, it's even though DLC-ish. it's a it's like a new mode in an old game. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. What else did they come out with, though? I know. <laughs> well, every month they came out with something. <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing nothing. I'm Twilight, not uh, Skyward Sword. Skyward Sword is very bad. That sucks. Did they come out with anything? Oh, oh, I know. Big one for me was mm. WarioWare. That that game oh, was sure. incredible. If you haven't played that, McCaller, that's a treadmill yeah. game. Ooh, that tracks. That tracks to I me a lot. You. Yeah. I bet you. That's I bet I would love it. Yeah. All right, so what's your what's your five? So you got, got Resident Evil, Death, Resident for Evil. me, Resident Evil, Dread, Deathloop. 
Deathloop. That's my um, that's my top three. I'm, God, I'm, it might be only those three. I'm, I'm trying to think <laughs> of other my other. Can I say Resident Evil Two again? Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, we got a Metroid. I think I'm scanning my one of mine wall. right now is um, Psychonauts Two. Psychonauts Two, yes. Did you play that? I didn't play it, but have heard so many people talking about it and loving it. That like, is, that I'm playing that right now, and again, I think Forza and Halo could knock some of these out of my top five. Mm. But that Psychonauts Two right now is in my top five. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, I get it. And then maybe that's a Game Pass game too, right? It is. Fuck it, I'll just get Game Pass tonight. Who that's cares? That's the thing is, Game Pass was like, was like. Day one, it's like I'm liking these games a lot more that I don't have to pay <laughs> tooth and nail yeah. for them. Like Halo Infinite Day One, Forza oh, Horizon yeah. Day Four. <laughs> uh, other than Psychonauts, I think um, maybe WarioWare might take that fifth slot, hmm. um, which is crazy because I almost want to put it higher because it's so damn good. Yeah. It's so I don't know. Good. I feel like I have to put games that I haven't played that I know I will like. Like <laughs> Ratchet and Clank might be my fourth favorite game of the year, and yeah. I have not touched it. Ratchet and Clank's incredible. Also, feel free to borrow any of these if you ever want to. I have. Ooh, I that have, might be. I have move. a physical Ratchet. Uh, Ratchet would is easily number six. Yeah, yeah, that tracks. Easy, easy for me. That that oh. that game is so. That game is fucking great. I will say though. Have you played the Ratchet game that was free on the PS Plus? The PS Plus collection, yes. Did you play that? I, I very little bit, but yeah. Okay, because it's it's very similar to that game. So if you play that game, that's another whole Ratchet adventure you could go on. That's mm, similar. It's so, there. It's yeah. waiting for. And me. it has a PS Five upgrade too. Ooh, uh, ooh, baby! You know what? We gotta play Death Store. I think Death's Door is that was that what people are saying online mm. is the best. It's coming up it's coming up a lot. Death's I've Door. heard a lot of folks talking about it. Yeah. I think it's I could... on Xbox. I think I mean check and see if it's a Game Pass. It game. might be a Game Pass. And I just haven't gotten it. I'll check. I'll check. Oh, game Pass is like it at this point it's overwhelming. <laughs> I I hear you. There's a lot on there. A lot going on. And then you know what else um, we should try at some point? I don't know if you've played it. Uh, it Takes Two. Oh, I haven't yet. But Connor and PJ did a whole they, – they played through the whole game together, and then they did, like, a Call Me By Your Game co-op episode on uh, on It Takes Two. I'd be da- definitely down to play that. Yeah. Only yeah. one person needs to buy it. I love that. Which is cool. Yeah. Um, so if we track down a physical copy, we can give it a go. Oh, uh, yeah. So the three I'm waiting on, I guess, are Halo Infinite, Forza, and then Shin Megami Tensei Five. I think there's nice. almost no way the Pokemon games get anywhere close to my top ten. But right. But I do want to play that sh- that Shin Megami Tensei game because I was thinking like, there's been no RPGs mm-hmm. this year. It's not, not really true. Scarlet Nexus, Tales of Arise, and now Shin Megami are coming out. Shin Megami being the one I'm going to actually do. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see that being very good. I've been uh, glancing through reviews. I don't, I don't know. Have you seen this, um, I guess, meme about Shin Megami Tensei? No, that what is it? <laughs> the, whenever a video game reviewer compares it to Persona, Shin Megami fans lose their mind. Oh, great. Yeah. They're like, it's not the same. Yeah, it's yeah, different. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's good. That's good. Yeah. That's some weebs right there. Feels very fair to me to make that comparison. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, no, I mean got the name in the title. I'll tell like, you this right now, know. like Shin Megami is gonna have to work real hard because Persona's like fun Shin Megami Tensei. Like yeah. Shin Megami Tensei is like like that like a whatever the boring dark version of Persona is. Like uh-huh. Persona's like, let's go to college <laughs> together. And like Shin Megami Tensei is like you don't understand this and you never will. It's like, so <laughs> it's so hard. It's there's so many barriers of entry. That um, has been kind of the take on Shin Megami Tensei five. They're like, it's missing the heart of persona. It doesn't have heart at all. And, you know, and I, I'll say this though. I, I like, like heart. I like, I love heart. I just like that series though. I like the distinction. Mm. I like both. I like Shin Megami, like Shin Megami Tensei three nocturne. They re-released it on switch and PS4. Mm. And I got that Switch version, and oh man, it's great. I love Sitting it. good with you? It's just all the characters are robotic, no personality. <laughs> I love it. That uh, does sound cool. There is no, like, I'm looking through, like, my games, too, and I just, yeah, I mean. I think this was a bad year. It wasn't a great year. Yeah. We got some good stuff, a couple of real of gems, but it mm-hmm. wasn't. If there was a God of War or a, something else to like combat, like like Resident Evil, it's like like that game. That would have been my number one, no matter what. I just think I decided when I was playing, I was like, I just don't think I like anything else as much as I like this. This is so yeah. good, but it would have been harder if there was something else, like a Final Fantasy remake part two or something. To it does feel weird to be talking about it on November fifth. And yeah. not having, like, the Red Dead Redemption 2 or the God of War type, like, big holiday game that is going to define the year to yeah. talk about. Even last year we had, like, Cyberpunk coming, and that ended up being a flop, but it felt like that was the big game we were getting. And if yeah. I don't think we got a big game this year. Yeah. Like, like the fact that I just Googled Game of the Year 2021 and the fourth game on Google's little uh, film reel scroll was Monster Hunter Rise... Makes me sick because yeah. that game is fine. <laughs> that game is fine. Oh, new Pokemon Snap. That mm-hmm. that. Oh, bravely default two. Yeah. Are you a little nightmares person? No. You don't like it? No, I played the first one. I played. A lot, I played the and... whole first game, and I just bought the second one because I liked the first game a lot. Um. Roxy, my co-host I, on my she's Scary Basement podcast, for him, right? yeah. loves it. Yeah. She's like, how dare anyone not? like? And, and it's again, it's one of those things that like I feel like my tastes can be so clear that people are like, oh, yeah, you would love it specifically. Mm-hmm. And she's told me that a number of times about Little Nightmares 2. And uh, I'm afraid to get bitten again. I really didn't like the first one. I liked it a lot. Um, and I'm excited to play the second one, which I just bought. Um but it feels also weird to turn it on now that Halloween just ended. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. Um, okay. What about uh, there's there's some other games that we're not acknowledging that I think are I, I, now that I'm seeing this list are very good contenders like um, like uh, for example Valheim mm-hmm. is a game that I think people seemed like they really really liked. Um, I'm seeing Guardians on here. Crazy. <laughs> uh, Death's Door is on here. Tales of Arise. 
Um, you know a game popped on this list here for me that I just started a little bit because it's free on PlayStation Plus right now is Knockout City. Yeah, so that's been a Game Pass game for a while. Um, I have not. Mm. I, I downloaded it at one point, never turned it on, and then ended up deleting it. But you like it. I love it so much. Only played it a couple of times, but it just... it. I, I want a term for this so bad. It's that Mario 64 feel of, like, it's fun to just run around. Like, oh, that's it feels great. good enough. To like the the throwing and catching feel like fun to do. Yeah. Um, okay. So crossplay is a thing on Knockout City. So oh great. Even though we all have it on PS Plus, we all have we it. We could yeah. uh, play it elsewhere. That's great. Okay, we should do Knockout City then. I'll reinstall it. I would love that to play to play uh, play some Knockout City. It had like a Splatoon vibe to me that I kind of yes. Dug. Um, but then, and Jake Sprague even liked it. And I can't remember why I never, I guess I just didn't turn it on cause I had no one else playing with me, but mm-hmm. yeah, that's the distinction. Yeah. yeah. I just played a couple online matches and it just felt good. I, I mean, I like dodgeball a lot too. It's something I always wanted to do, uh, before the pandemic times, like yeah. join an adult dodgeball league. I feel mm-hmm. like there's no way you don't meet your wife when you join <laughs> those. That's how people <laughs> date as adults. Oh, that's great. Uh, but dodgeball, so fun. You, yeah. You're jumping all around. You can throw your body up into the air and get out of the way of balls. It's great. What a great game. You know what? I, I can almost say with 100% certainty, now looking at the list of all the games that came out, so Halo Infinite excluded because we don't know yet. Mm-hmm. Resident Evil Village might have a chance. <laughs> I agree. It's the it first, feels like it's it, not. It's the first game that pops up when you Google mm. it. Um, that for me anyway. Uh, yep, me too. Resident Evil Eight. Um, I think it's gonna be between that and Death Loop. I think those yeah. are the two. So wild. Remember how down on Death Loop we were when they were showing it at every PlayStation event? It looked like, like trash. Yeah, we get it. Yeah, we'll time loop. Shut up. Yeah. And I will say it was great. more surprising than we than I gave it credit for. It, it surprised yeah. me, but it. What is? You played Deathloop, so I, I feel comfortable asking you this. And maybe we'll close on this. What do you think okay. Resident Evil Eight has that Deathloop doesn't have? I mean, I am the wrong person to ask ultimately <laughs> because the answer is puzzles and like the well, the there's puzzles in death loop that's true and it is um, a weird game it it's that's true i don't know it, not, just not for the me, same it way feels, yeah. it feels more digestible i feel like there were um having not beaten death loop i feel like resident evil 8 is like really surprising in a lot of ways like there are story twists and like even like gameplay twists that are just like I should have seen coming because I played every Resident Evil a billion times. Yeah. And Deathloop to me, um, I don't know. There are a lot of insignificant combat encounters. Mm-hmm. It almost feels like a game that relies more on its mechanics. Like you can play them any way you want, as opposed to Resident Evil Village that pretty much has fight or flight like Mm -hmm. it's got those two which like amps up the tension which is a feeling that i specifically like more i tend to check out when games give me too many options Mm -hmm. like a death loop or like grand theft auto absolutely (laughs) 100 the reason i bounced off so quickly yeah and maybe the reason red dead worked for me was because i was able to just like 
critical path it and just mm. went from next thing to next thing. Mm-hmm. If there's too much to do, my brain starts to shut down. And I think that's what kept me from loving Deathloop's gameplay in a way that Resident Evil Village gave me that like familiar, tense Resident Evil combat while also like shocking me every beat along the way. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I because you, you it sounds like you feel the same way. It's not like I you're I, I feel the same way that I that it's much better. I think and they're very comparable. Um, although I wouldn't have never compared Resident Evil 8 to Bioshock, but I would compare Deathloop to Bioshock. Um, I think Resident Evil 8 to me is, it's a, it's like, (laughs) hmm. I don't, yeah, I don't know if this is going to be fair. I'm just going to say it because it's crazy. Resident Evil 8 is like Eraserhead or like the Rocky Horror (laughs) Picture Show. And Deathloop is like Pulp Fiction or yeah. something where it's like, I like them both. I much prefer this freak shit <laughs> to this sort of like too cool for school vibe. And then I think like, again, like if you're a fan of like, if you're a fan of weird choices, Resident Evil 8 just does not stop. That's exactly true. It is weird choice after weird choice. And do all of them work? I can't tell you. (laughs) I think they, I think, I think it's so freaky that it, I, I'm a bad person to ask because I, I think if it wasn't for any one of the people are down on Moreau, like um, Mm -hmm. one of the bosses in in one of the areas of that game, they think it looks like a PS2 game. And (laughs) I don't know if I disagree, but I love it. I love every minute of Moreau's, whole thing he's the first resident evil boss who has like self-confidence issues (laughs) i'm so happy to see it oh my gosh um and yeah like like i think the lady d uh what's her name lady de demetresque demetresque um i listened to a uh watch out for for fireballs episode on resident evil 8 and they got it so right where they were like the whole internet got super horny for this this boss to the point where Capcom even released her in complete all of her dimensions <laughs> and what like fabric her underwear are mm-hmm. for sex doll creation for sex doll creation and uh, and then when you play the game you're like oh if we if we stopped being horny for one second we'd realize she's like one of the cr- like scariest things in the game she's one of the most like has like so much depth to what's going on in her whole realm of the story. She's so much more than a than what Twitter made her seem out mm-hmm. to be. And uh yeah, stuff like that just made that game just feel so alive. And I feel like you know, we live in a very like like now, now, now world where, you know, news is old after only three days and like so re- so it's hard for a game to come out earlier in the year and be remembered later in the year. I know. It's such a bummer. But if this game came out right now, it'd be game of the year, period. Like no one yep. would no one would even contest it. It'd be like <laughs> if it came out after Deathloop, they'd be like, Fuck Deathloop forever. This is great. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I maybe I just like love love the franchise so much, but um, but but I don't think like I I need to go look and see what Resident Evil Seven was up against that year, because I love that game as well. I yeah. don't think it would have been my game of the year though. I just have a feeling. No. Yeah. It's pop film. <laughs> <laughs> and on that 
we should probably close out. What do you say? Okay, absolutely. Um, Michael McCaller, thank you so much for joining me on this uh, exploratory episode. This wading through all the trudge and the filth. Mm-hmm. You know, honestly, it's it's. I gotta say, looking back on 2021, I'm kind of calling it early. Bad year. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? You're saying you're speaking just about video games or <laughs> personally? Well, uh, yeah, video games and all of it. Yeah, I guess it was sure. a bad year. I mean, COVID was still a thing. We, uh uh-huh. yeah, yeah, we're all struggling. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, it's not. It feels like we get it every couple of years where there's a like the fact that God of War and Res Dead Two came out in the same year. It's just like as Spider Man and Smash Ultimate. <laughs> yeah, like we were just like we were blessed with riches. I don't yeah. know. Maybe that's. <laughs> Maybe that's just the uh <laughs> I'm gonna eat this pot filter at the end of things. Uh it's a two year to three year game development cycle. Like we're not getting sequels to those all time great games this year because we're getting sequels to the what, twenty nineteen? Which I, I was that the year that like control won game of the year everywhere? Yes, twenty nineteen was the was the control year. It feels like that was this a good is a year, year too. Like... I thought because that's Resident Evil Two remake. Oh sure, yeah. I Weird thought Resident Evil good. games. <laughs> I mean, it's my favorite video game of all time. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, that was. A good I remember year. specifically eliminating it from our game of the year. Condi- I know you did that, years. which was crazy because it was a real uh, a mother who has to put the pillow over the face of Sophie's her beloved choice, son. Yeah. Well, what about can't, yeah? Twenty twenty though, I thought was a good year as well. Like last year, I felt like. We had some good stuff. Animal Crossing, Final Final Fantasy VII Remake came out Mm -hmm. that year. Uh, Kentucky Derby Zero. Kentucky Derby uh, Friendship Racers. Yeah, that came out. That was our (laughs) that was our game of the year. Uh, Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of great stuff. It was a weird that was a weird year too. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it was a weird year, but I feel like a lot of good stuff came. out. Oh, Resident Evil Three Remake came out that year. Mm -hmm. We had um. Okay, I'm Doom. S- I'm struggling. Yeah, Doom, Doom Eternal. Eternal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same day as De- Animal oh, Crossing. Oh, we fun. also had Death Strand. Did Death Stranding come out that year or the year before? Probably the year before. Well, oh, we had Hades. Hades last year. Hades. Yeah, and Hades Ghost of Tsushima. Yep. Yeah. Good year. Missing I think big, it was a good year. Missing a big PlayStation exclusive. Dude, like, De- Ratchet and Clank didn't pop the way that a ghost of Tsushima or certainly a God of war did. Yeah. Go, yeah. Go, Ratchet and Clank though should have. Hmm. It's great. I gotta play that game. It's, I gotta play that game. It's fucking amazing. I, you're right though. I don't, I, I mean, I'm thinking of Ratchet, Returnal, Deathloop. Mm-hmm. Those are all exclusive, right? Yeah. Those all, all like, all like top of the second tier games. I agree. I agree. Deathloop might get into that top tier. I just don't yeah. think it. I just again. Deathloop's probably on the same tier as you know, like a Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, it's a top. I I it's say. a top tier for sure. It's it's so weird. I don't think of that as a Sony exclusive because I know that its future sequels will all be exclusive to Xbox since that company right Arcane is all yeah, owned yeah. by Microsoft <laughs> yeah. now. So it, yeah. It is a Sony exclusive. We're right. It, Sony does have a game of the year contender, but it doesn't feel that way in my brain. I totally agree. Yeah. Mm. Well, 
Anyway, so we solved it. We, we, the answer is Resident Evil Eight. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, Halo. I I I hope Halo is my game of the year. Like I hope. I hope it is because that will mean that they made a good Halo game mm-hmm. and not a and not a waste of time. <laughs> that, that, that takes up 120 gigabytes on my hard drive. <laughs> it's going to be big. Uh, what do you want to plug, McCaller, before we get out of here? Uh, let's see. You can follow me on Twitter at Michael McCaller. You can follow me on Twitch. I'm getting deep into Resident Evil 2 speedruns right now. I just became... This is a big thing. I am the 92nd fastest player uh, for new game console Claire A Resident Evil 2 Remake. Whoa! So, put, I'm putting in the work. I'm watching speedruns. I'm taking notes. Yeah! I'm getting there. I'm getting there. That's amazing. Um, so, yeah, watch me stream Resident Evil 2 on twitch.tv slash Michael McCaller. And then listen to my horror movie podcast, Scary Basement. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just called Scary Basement on any podcast servers that you enjoy. <laughs> uh, it's me and my friend Roxy watching horror movies and fighting monsters down in a basement. Um, perfect. Well, you can find me on Twitter at Ocarina of Crime. You can follow the show on Twitter at VGA Comedy Show. You can also go to patreon.com slash super NPC radio to get all the latest and greatest episodes that are all exclusive to the Patreon. We have our coveted Legend of Zelda Games Club, which is wrapping up as we speak. So get there, listen to all the episodes. Uh, also our super NPC show that is, um, exclusive completely to the patreon we have the reactivators doing stuff on there we have inside video games and gaming with july doing exclusive content on there basically anything that you could ever want from the very small niche group of people that (laughs) do this show uh you can find on patreon.com slash super npc radio uh we will see you next week for a uh an episode that i think is going to be one for the books (laughs) <laughs> so stay tuned and see you then.